Hello listeners and welcome back to Showerhead. If you're a new Showerhead, uh, welcome. If you're an old Showerhead, thank you for your continued support of me and sticking around with me. For this brand new season, I will be bringing forward more interesting content for you to indulge in, and I hope that I could even bring forward a few interviews uh, and provide you with this use uh, listener um, podcast interaction, so to speak. I apologize for taking so long to produce these episodes um, as life just goes on, you know, um, it gets in the way of podcasting. And I'm not necessarily too unhappy about it, but that's the way it is. But I'm back and I am more enthusiastic than ever. So let's get on with the topic of this episode, and woohoo. So today's topic is about satanic references in popular culture. You might be thinking, ooh, Wesley, uh, this is very unusual of you, but um, I'm interested in this stuff. So to start things off, we have famous YouTuber Rumi Official giving us uh, an example of satanic messages hidden in songs. So let us listen together with me in a brightly lit room and filled with air with me kneeling on the floor because my chair is creaking too much and I'm afraid of ruining this recording. Yes. So please listen. Yes. Okay, I'll play the the, the audio clip already. Bye-bye. First off, we have Taylor Swift with an alleged message to Satan or from Satan or whatever. And it's from her song, We Are Never Getting Back Together. Let's have a look. Okay, I have no idea. It doesn't sound like there's anything, but let's check it out reversed. That actually makes me kind of feel a little bit creeped out. I don't know why. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it just me or did the room get ever so more chilly? Huh. And the likes f- flickering. Oh, Jesus Christ. As you can see, listeners, or here for this matter, the lyrics, I'll sell for you, I'll sin for you, I stole for you, has been hidden in Taylor Swift's lyrics. In reverse, reversing a piece of speech could potentially reveal the actual truth or um, the satanic truth. According to this extremely credible YouTube comment, um, reverse speech, and I quote, is a way of revealing what is occurring in human speech in the unconscious mind. David Oates is known for his work in reverse speech and shows how by recording and reversing speech reveals the truth. The truth is in reverse. So obviously, popular singer Taylor Swift um, helped Satan to um, achieve his beliefs by hiding her message in her songs so that she could become best buddies with her, right? Okay, okay, I can't keep up with this. 
as you can hear from my uh, tone of voice, um, this is all tr uh, purely satirical. I made this short satirical uh, small podcast episode in order to critique, if you will, um, the human nature of finding patterns when patterns aren't there and the nature of clickbait. And this will be my main topic that will be discussed in this podcast episode. So, finding patterns when patterns aren't there, especially in songs. There is actually a psychology term called apophenia, which uh, explains this phenomenon quite well. The tendency to perceive a, a connection or meaningful pattern between unrelated or random things. In my opinion, finding patterns when patterns aren't there is basically human nature because we are just continuously trying to make sense of our world and making patterns, aka schemas, would successfully aid our understanding of the world. However, in Taylor Swift's song, We Are Never Getting Back Together, there is an extremely low probability that uh, Taylor Swift is actually hiding a message to Satan, uh, praising her love for Satan. However, as curious human beings, we would start to wonder when we spot a weird pattern in things and we start to speculate about the reasons of it. And what better thing to pin on than talking to Satan, you know? Yes, apathenia may be human nature because we spot patterns everywhere. However, we have to be careful of these dangerous speculations. Um, leading us on and allowing these minuscule things to waste our time there are cases where Many people will be driven to madness because of these patterns They spot in their lives and these individuals will spot these demonic imagery everywhere in their life and slowly uh, give in to these inner demons to conclude the reason why people are so obsessed with unintentional backmasked messages in songs is because of the social psychological term apothemia, which is basically seeing patterns in unrelated things. Our universe is mostly random, so I think it is not logical to focus on these uh, patterns, if you will. Well, that was quite a dark segment in my podcast episode to relieve tension i would like to talk about clickbait and use more interesting and fun examples to support my points so let's begin to start things off i have an audio recording i would like you guys to listen to
I have the body of a pig. Creepy, huh? I lied. I said this would be fun, but this is not. Or is it? This is a, and I quote, a truly frightening EVP recorded in a secret location during my tenure as a special guest and resident expert with a group that I cannot name. Well, basically BS. This is supposedly the only recording of the devil in this day and age. And this short YouTube video has amassed more than 1.3 million views. If you ask me, this audio recording is totally fake. Even if it was real, we know that the devil has body dysmorphia and or likes to eat pigs, which we all do. Beyond this audio recording, there are no evidences whatsoever of the genuinity of this audio recording. And there are plenty of YouTube videos that debunked this audio recording in particular. Clearly, this audio recording was doctored by certain people as clickbait, which leads to our second discussion topic of this episode, clickbait. The internet is full of clickbait, more than you might even think. From chumbox clickbait, oh, eat this and you will never ever get cancer, and quote unquote quirky YouTube videos utilize shock factor to generate views. Even this podcast's title is clickbait. I intentionally made the title extremely vague and didn't really uh, provide much in this description so that you would click on my podcast and listen to my podcast. So why is clickbait so effective around the internet? Why do we see 11 things you should never put in your freezer, aka your balls, all the time on the internet? The reason is human nature yet again. And I've foiled down this human nature to two main talking points. The first one is curiosity. Humans in particular are always curious, 24-7. And when they are encountered with these quote-unquote interesting article titles, they would naturally want to find out more about this topic. The second reason behind why clickbait titles are so effective is FOMO, or aka the fear of missing out. Clickbait titles usually use strong modality words such as should or must to create the feeling that you've missed out on a great opportunity in life. For example, five penis enlargement pills that you've never ever realized that existed appeals to your curiosity and your fear of missing out because A. You are naturally curious about trying to get your penis bigger and B. Every fucking guy in the world knows about these penis enlargement pills and are taking it regularly, except you, which makes you feel left out. This can be extended to my podcast title as well. With the weird backmasked message from Taylor Swift's song, I am piquing your interest, and with the weird, vague body of a pig. I am appealing to your fear of missing out because you don't understand the term, I hope not. 
and you feel as if you are missing out on something that everybody in the world knows. So far, I've explained how clickbait can be so effective. Now, let's talk about the negative implications of clickbait. Companies and websites that utilize the method of clickbait usually try to exaggerate the thing that they are describing. So, deception might be at play here. In the case of Body of a Pig, at least in my opinion, there is a sense of deception in this thing, and we as customers or consumers of the internet, we have to be extremely, especially careful when perceiving these clickbait articles, titles, videos, everything, podcasts. Boom. To conclude this episode, I would like to ask y'all, what have we discussed today? We first discussed apothenia and used Taylor Swift's un- unintentional bath-masked message in We Are Never Getting Back Together to explain the dangerous aspect of speculating about patterns when patterns aren't really there. We then moved on to listening to the body of a pig recording and I kind of shat on it by saying that's fake and I explained why clickbait is so effective and talked briefly about the negative implications of utilizing clickbait. Well, this marks the end of Showerhead Season 2, Episode 1. I should make a theme song about this episode. No, not really. I hope y'all been entertained about the things that I've shared so far, and hopefully you've learned something new today. Whether it is about finding patterns when patterns aren't there, or clickbait, or just me as a weird person as a whole. I hope that this episode has been meaningful to you. Thank you yet again for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Blooper slash gag reel coming up, so stay tuned. Thank you. Bye-bye. And now for the obligatory, well-anticipated blooper slash gag reel. We have, drumroll please. This is supposed.